0: What's going on guys welcome into another edition of the podcast. Thank you guys for being here I'm so excited about today's episode now. Here's the thing On today's episode. I'm breaking one of the cardinal rules of this show You guys have heard me talk about it before I talk about it all the time. I talk about it in my classes I have this rule that I don't interview other real estate agents But today we're gonna break that rule for my man Marvin Alvarado aka the sneakerhead realtor Marvin Thank you so much for being here my man
1: Thanks for having me, and and I appreciate you breaking the rule to to
0: have me on. We're breaking the rules, brother. And the reason why I wanted to break this rule is because I, I love seeing genuine individuals. And I taught a class just yesterday about branding and marketing. We were talking about being yourself and being unapologetically yourself and getting to a place where you're comfortable being yourself. And you, with what you do, it's very unique, sneakerhead realtor, you got the hat, you got the t-shirt, you got the kicks, you put that on social media, that's really your thing. And so I wanted to dive into kind of how you view that, why you decided to take that route versus just being another agent like everybody else. So tell us a little bit about that, your, your backstory and where this idea for the sneakerhead realtor was born.
1: Yeah, so... Um... I started out, you know, got my license four and a half years ago, um, just like the majority of other realtors, right? You start out with the suit and tie thing, your headshot, um, thinking that being professional is what people want to see, um, trying to be like other agents, right? Um, did that for a couple years, um, but I never felt comfortable, you know, wearing the suit and the button-up shirt. I always felt like a used car salesman. Um, I would go to my open houses and, uh, as soon as I was done, done, I'd go home, change into whatever I felt comfortable okay. in, right? So I never felt comfortable in, you know, dressing up, uh, you know, in the suit and tie thing. Um, so like I said, did that for a couple of years. Um, my daughter, actually, you know, in 2020, um, she was diagnosed with a brain tumor at the age of three years old. Wow. Um, and as you can imagine, you know, that was the hardest day in my life for me, for me and my wife. Oh. Uh, and my wife was eight, seven or eight months pregnant at the time, too. Um, So that was in the middle, also, of the the pandemic. So um, basically, she she, she would tell us that she had headaches. One day, we took her in for an MRI. Um, They told her that she had a brain tumor and that it was cancer. Jesus. So my wife and I broke down. Of course. Um, The next day, 8 a.m., she was in surgery at Primary Children's Hospital. uh, In surgery, they got it taken care of. She's had MRIs ever since then. But, I mean, that day um, or that that time frame, because it was about a month, you know, that there were – you know, uh, she was in the hospital for about a week, and then her recovery. Um, but just like you know, it would it would change anybody, right? If that happened to, to their daughter or their son, um, regardless of what age they are, um, but that really you know changed the perspective for me. Is um, when they first told us, we didn't know what was going to happen. Um, they told us it was cancer, so our I think w- the worst. We, we thought the worst, right? Um, but that really changed my perspective. Is that? You know, everything that, that I want to do in my life is going to be for my family. I want to give them the best experiences. Um, and, and that's where I wanted to, you know, kind of do things differently. It took me about probably after that, you know, six months to a year to really understand, you know, like um, what I wanted to do. Like what, when you hear people saying like build your brand, um, kind of like we were talking about earlier, you know, people overthink it. They don't, they want to think, you know, really hard about wh- what is they want to do. And a lot of the time it's, like you said, and come off on un- unauthentic, right? They're there, they want to push out what they think that people want to see. Mm. Um, and I've always been into sneakers, uh, since I was 14, 15 years old. Um, I decided that you know, like, I really want to show this off. You know, like, I like my shoes, a lot of people like shoes too, and can relate to that type of thing. And um, I would also see the, the, the red suit realtor, mm. um, which I know that you know, we both yes. know who he is. Shout out and, to Scott, yep, shout out to Scott. <laughs> And, I mean, he stands out from the other well, 20,000 <laughs> realtors, right? And, and that's one of the other things that really, like, pushed me to uh, do the sneakerhead realtor. Like, I wanted to, you know, show what I felt comfortable in, um, show the shoes that I liked. Uh, I always wear a hat. Um, in all of my videos, like, I'm always wearing fear of God hat, T-shirt, hoodie, or whatever. You know, the same thing that I would wear if I were going to a birthday party. Mm. Um, it's the same thing I'm wearing in my videos.
0: Yeah, and I think that speaks to just accepting who you are, right? But I think where sometimes we struggle, and I felt this, it's there's this fear that if, I, if I'm on camera with the hat or I'm not wearing the suit or I wear the sneakers, people aren't going to want to work with me or they're not going to think I'm professional or they're not going to think this or that. And I think instead of trying to sugarcoat it and say or try to make somebody feel good, I think the reality is that's true. Yeah. Some people are not going to want to work with you because they don't vibe with your style. So how did you make peace with that? Because in training agents, that's one of the hardest things. I was having a conversation with a lady yesterday and she says, I love Jeeps. My husband, we have Jeeps and we li- they like to like pimp out their Jeeps and they do all the lift kits and they go off-roading. And so she's saying, well, if I start talking about Jeeps, what about all the people that don't like Jeeps? Or what about people that think that I'm showing off? Because a lot of the sneakers that, that you share, for example, I know, They're expensive. And so how do you battle that? Is that something that came natural to you with the public perception? Did you have to get there? Because so many people are struggling to be themselves because they're afraid to be judged. When I view it as the reality is, yes, you're going to be judged, but that's just the price to play the game.
1: So, I mean, it's something that took me a a, a long time to um, decide that I wanted to do. Um, especially doing my videos, like uh, I'm an introvert, you know, I'm, I'm a quiet guy, um, unless I get you one-on-one or, you know, in a small group, then I can be more vocal. Um, so doing the videos, you know, uh, took a lot to do that first one. But at the end of the day for me, um, I've always had pretty thick skin, right? Like somebody can say something to me, like it doesn't bother me. Um, and that's one of the things that my wife always tells me, like, I want to be more like you because she takes things very personally. Um, and it's understandable, right? Like different personalities, um, how you grew up. Um, but for me, like, uh, I don't let a whole lot bother me, right? I can be rejected. Somebody t- tell me no. Um, say they decide to go up with another agent and, yeah, it stings for a little bit. But you move on, right? Um, but at the end of the day for me, I know that there's people that are not going to want to work for me because of I'm too casual, right? Sure. And that's okay. Um, if you want to work with somebody that wears a suit and tie, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with wearing a suit and tie, but sure. I also feel like there's nothing wrong with wearing a hat. You know, T-shirt. Uh, a lot of people are going to feel more comfortable with, with my with my style, right? Um, it's just that, you know the people that you want to attract, the clients that you want to attract. Um, I don't want to give a false impression of who I am, mm-hmm. and then that's where you could potentially run into issues, right? Because they see you as somebody on camera or on social media, and then if I show up in a shirt and sneakers, they're to like, the, to "What? Appointment, exactly, you know?" Yes. And that's not what I wanted to to, to run into. I didn't want to. Uh, give that perception, um, and I'm okay with it, right? I'm I'm okay that I'm not going to be for everybody. And I
0: think that there's this freedom in not having to put up the front where, like you said, if you run into a client at the grocery store or at the mall or somewhere, it's not like, oh, shoot, there they are. Oh, crap. Like That that feeling doesn't exist because they know you and they work with you for who you are, right? And so going back to a little bit of this story with your daughter, we always talk about the why. Everybody talks about the why, and then personal development, it's all about the why. But I think that this is a great story of doing the things that are difficult. Because you talk about being a family man and wanting to, to grow this business for your family, make money for your family, to take them wherever, what, whatever they wanna do. But in order to do that, you gotta get uncomfortable. And so for you to sit down and say, okay, if I'm gonna do this for my family and be successful, I need to differentiate myself And this is the way that I can do it, being the sneakerhead realtor. Talk to me about the role of mentors and the value of getting around other people. Scott talks about the why all the time. He's the Red Suit Realtor. He talks about branding all the time. Talk about that because you go to a lot of events. I sent you a DM the other day. Every time there's an (laughs) event, I see a picture of Marvin. Mm -hmm. So talk to us about that. Talk to us about your environment, the people you surround yourself with, and how that helped you. Uh, identify your why and go after it aggressively.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, like uh, I've gotten a lot of helpful information from you um, because I mean, I I think we have crossed paths um, even going back five years ago. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if you remember, but like I used to own Merciless Athletics and I remember seeing your name. Did
0: you own Merciless Uh, Athletics? Yeah, I did. I'm so pissed. You don't (laughs) sell those t-shirts. anymore. Yeah. So
1: I remember seeing your name and seeing that you were like from Provo here. Um, And then, you know, I I remember you you buying several times. (laughs) Yes, sir. And then a couple years later, I think this had been like 2019 or 2020 maybe, um, I had a listing and you had a client that made an offer on it. It didn't work out. um, But we've crossed paths several times, right? And Mm -hmm. then we started following each other on Instagram. um, And I've learned a lot of valuable information from you. You know, kind of, you know, branding. And then... um, other agents, right? Who who, have, who are doing really well, um, Red Suit Realtor. He has built a brand on just being, uh, you know, a unique person, right? Like, there's not a lot of people that are going to be running around wearing a red suit. No, and he was like um, surfing or yeah. doing wakeboarding in his yeah, suit. Yeah, exactly. it's just wildly um, entertaining and different. But but I think just you know surrounding yourself with other people who are, um, you know, acknowledging what you're doing, right? Um, because it's hard to be do to do something and and not. Um, like, feel like you're not, not, you're not doing an imp- making an impact, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I've, you know, gone to a lot of events, you know, trying to understand, you know, what other agents have done that are not doing the student tie thing, right? Um, which uh, I'm trying to kind of mirror that and copying, you know, it's weird, copy what works, yeah. right? Um, but at the end of the day, um, you know, I just want to continue to learn, surround myself with people who are doing what I want to do, and just learn. Yeah, I love that. Let me ask you this question, because often,
0: in fact, some of the fears that we can have when we decide to just be ourselves are pretty unfounded. Let me ask you this straight up. How much hate have you gotten
1: for being the sneakerhead realtor? I've got a couple comments here and there, um, but I just brush them off. It's just like a few. Yeah. I I mean, maybe I I probably five
0: that I can count over years. Span of years. Right. The point that I want to get to is. We often fear that people are going to hate us and they're going to trash us on social media. And it doesn't happen, bro. Yeah. It might happen on a couple of occasions, yeah. but it's it just doesn't happen as often as we make ourselves think that it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so for those of you that are listening that have something and you're like, man, I wish I could be the gardening realtor or I wish I could be whatever, the baseball loan officer. And if there's that fear that, People are going to trash you in the DMs and trash you in the comments. That hasn't been my experience, of yeah. course. There's a little bit here and there yeah. from some angry people, but it's not something where they're constantly bashing you and trashing you. And it just, in my experience, it just hasn't happened that way. Has that been your experience too?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, uh, like I said, just like anything else, regardless of what you're doing, and you, even if you're wearing the suit and tie thing, you're going to get hate, you know, regardless of what you're doing. I had one guy who said, you know, wrist people don't care what, what shoes you wear. I mean, that's not, that's not what I'm showing off, right? Mm-hmm. I'm showing off the shoes that I like, regardless if first people think the, the shoes are cool or not. Most people are going to think my, ugly, my shoes are ugly, and that's okay, yeah. you know? Sure, yeah. but you just have to be at peace with that, you know? And I think that also,
0: it makes it more fun. At least for me, it makes it more fun. I'm a big sports junkie. I love the UFC, and I love boxing. And When you can show that, and you're just genuinely and unapologetically yourself, it makes it more fun. Yeah. I assume that you have more fun when you're making content about your sneakers and you're thinking about it. We're talking off camera about your daughter. Now she's into it. Yeah. I imagine that's more fun than if you bought into the corporate world or what's professional or what you should and shouldn't do. I think that it makes for a more enjoyable experience, especially in a difficult cutthroat industry like real estate. It can get really ugly really fast. And we have to find ways to enjoy our work more. And I definitely think tying it with a passion can make it so much more enjoyable.
1: Yeah, no, no I agree. And it's just, I mean, if I go to a sneaker store, right, I can show off what, I, what I'm looking at, where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I go to a sneaker event, like I can show exactly what I'm doing, right? I don't have to be somebody different um, on my stories. So. Yeah, so you can, just, you can just be yourself. Now, talk to us about the
0: actual uh, process of, becoming this? Because there's so many ideas of, I want to be with this. I want to be that. at what point did you decide that this was the route? Because often, and I would assume that you have many passions. There are many things that you enjoy. Sneakers will be one of those, but why did you pick that one versus maybe some other options that you could have had? Because when we talk about branding, you want to have a, a consistent branding platform, but often when you're starting, it's hard to pick there's a lot of things so what led you to this and why this
1: yeah so I mean everybody in my family knows me as the sneaker guy like they know about my sneaker collection um if they need help finding a shoe I'm the go-to guy to help them find it regardless of if if it's a hype shoe or not a regular Mm -hmm. shoe um people want the best deal right and I have a lot of resources you know where I get my shoes from and Connections, um, so people reach out to me. Um, but I remember my, my even my daughter when she was little, she would grab my shoes and she would grab her iPad and record herself, and like I still have those videos on my phone of her recording herself. Um, but I mean, I'm also I like going to the gym, right? Um, but it's not something that, like, I would say that that, that I consider it to be me. Hmm. Like for me, I get up in the morning, get dressed, pick a pair of shoes that I want to wear for yeah. the day. And I, like I said, I, I thought about it for a long time if, if that's what that, if that's what I wanted to do. Um, and ultimately it was just a matter of, of, of pulling the trigger. And I remember one of my first videos where I started after this, I initially like, I, I, I went into it like really heavily into social media. Um, I was wearing a pair of shoes and I was wearing some Grinch socks. I did a video at Universal Studios. Um, Meeting like the a million me- views meeting isn't that? The, yeah meeting the Grinch yes and it literally took me 15 seconds to do and post it. I didn't think anything of it I posted I thought it would be funny. Um, put my phone in my pocket, come back my phone is blowing up. Yeah. Um, so I got, did over like two million views or, or between Facebook and, and Instagram. That's um, but that's initially initially like, initially like that really set things off for mm-hmm. me that, that that's just the direction I needed to go um, and that you know people already knew me as you know being into sneakers and I just needed to show it off and you know, be able to um, build connections. Uh, because even if you're not like a heavy sneakerhead, um, everybody's wearing Jordans, right? Sure. So you can relate to that somehow. Sure.
0: Yeah, so that was kind of your proof of concept of, wow, people care about this, two million people saw this reel with the Grinch and the Grinch socks, this matters. I love that, I love that. If we may, I'd like to take a violent turn based on your story while we're here. And we could probably have a whole show just based on the next question that I'm going to ask you, if, if I may. Uh, and It's about the situation with your daughter. I have a show that's called The Male Mind Podcast, where we talk about issues with men, mental health issues. So for those people that are listening, and this is going to be wildly violent, we're breaking rules here, but <laughs> violent turn. For those that have children that are sick, that have health challenges, what would be your, your advice? I mean, I haven't been through that myself. I can't imagine the fear, just the sheer terror. I mean, that's one of the scariest things I think any human being can go through. I would imagine you, like, let it be me, not my kid. So for those that are, that are listening, that are going through that, what were some things that helped you get through it uh, to now your daughter's thriving? Talk to us about that a little bit, if,
1: if you're willing. Yeah, I mean, it's tough, right? Um, When you're in that situation, you think the worst, like you said. Um, But for for me and my wife, like they did testing on her uh, when they took the tumor out and it came back as being benign. And then we just saw the positive, right? We saw the positive that yeah, she had to go through this experience, uh, but she's a tough girl. Like she, after the the surgery, she was back and jumping within like two weeks um, just being her normal self. Um, but I think it's, you know, it's just like everything else. It's a matter of being positive, knowing that things are going to work out, you know, for the best, um, and having a good support system. Um, you know, m- there was days when she was in the hospital that I couldn't be in the hospital because they only allowed one person, um, that I would go home and I couldn't sleep. I would like, I would break down crying. I'm not even joking. Like course. I would cry like a baby. Uh, I remember FaceTiming her and before she went into surgery and um, her telling me that she was hungry, but she couldn't eat. Um, And I broke down crying. But um, I'm just glad she's doing okay now.
0: So yeah, of course. I mean, I, I can't imagine something like that. And I would when you have that context, now you see your daughter. I would assume that there's this overwhelming sense of gratitude. Because for those days, whether it were days or weeks that she was in the hospital, there's uncertainty, you thought you might lose her. And so for those that are listening, if your child today is healthy, I talk about this all the time when I speak, I talk about it at TED. If you're in a place where the 10 people, 15 people closest to you, parents, siblings, children, spouse, whatever it is, If they're healthy today, be grateful. I mean, I think about that all the time because on any given day, my son can come say, hey, I have a headache and now I'm in your shoes. Like that can happen to anybody anytime. It happened to people today. And often when I share this, people say, oh, well, that's kind of dark. I don't like to think about that. But that's real life. You had this experience where for a moment you thought you were going to lose your kid. And you go home and she's hungry and she can't eat and you're breaking down. So for those that have not had that experience, just be grateful. And at least for me, that gives me perspective to not focus so much on the little things. I would assume that now perhaps some things that maybe you used to care about,
1: you just don't care about anymore. Is that accurate? Yeah, No, yeah, it's, I mean, uh, you gotta focus on what matters, right? Um, The shoes are cool, right? But it's not what matters, right? Um, ultimately, my goal for my family is I want to give them experiences, be able to take them places, um, being able to, to show them a good time. Um, the material things are nice, but at the end of the day, it's not what matters, right? Yeah, I agree. And I think that that's just such a such a powerful
0: message, such a powerful message to parents, people that are going through that. It's unfortunate. And yep. it's something that you can't control. It just happens to you and you don't wish it on, on anybody, yeah. right? And so talk to us about today. Today, Marvin, what are you excited about? What do you have going on? Uh, where can people find you? Where can people plug into you, guys? And again, I don't interview realtors because it's kind of, I'm a realtor, you're a realtor, but guys, if you're into sneakers and you're into culture and you're into hats and all that stuff, hit up Marvin. But talk to us about today. What are you excited about today?
1: Yeah, I'm just I'm excited to be able to, to continue to you know, build my personal brand, um, being able to collaborate with people like you, um, been able to meet people who are doing big things, and just being able to learn. Um, like I said, my, my goal is to be able to just learn from other people, grow, and just be able to help people in real estate. 100%. And we'll close with this.
0: You mentioned that you're introverted by nature. Yeah. And you started making these videos. For someone that is watching and is introverted, doesn't like being on camera, it's like, I don't want to do that. Like, how did you... Get over that, and what's your advice to the introvert that knows they should be on social, they've gone to the meetings, they've gone to the classes, but they just, they can't convince themselves to do it. Uh, What's some advice that you would have for
1: for the shy introvert that wants to be on Instagram? Just make that first one. That first one's gonna be rough. Like, you can go back and look at my first ones, and... I've gotten better, not that my one, the ones I'm making now are, are amazing. Yeah, they're dope, bro. <laughs> I, 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 like I've, I've gotten better and that's what matters, right? Yeah. You gotta make your videos and um, as long as you're getting a little bit better every time, that's what matters. Um, don't think, don't worry about what others are going to think. Um, I think a lot of the time we worry about, like you said, you know, what others are going to think, what is my friends going to think, um, but it doesn't matter. I mean, they'll hit that like button or they won't. That That's, that's about it, right? That's it. They'll, they'll support you or they won't. They'll watch your videos. But just don't worry about it. Just just you know, do that first video. It's going to be the hardest one. Um, but then you'll realize that it's not that bad. Yeah. And just
0: take, you said earlier, you said just copy what works. And so just the other day, we had an interaction because yeah. I did a seller finance video. And you're like, bro, I just did a seller finance video. Now everyone's going to think <laughs> that, that I copied yeah. you. And my response basically was, there's no such thing. Yeah, There's no such thing. I didn't invent seller finance. I didn't invent reels. I didn't. So- If you, the point that I wanna make is that for those that are watching, if there's someone that makes content that you vibe with, use those ideas, put your own spin on it. I'm sure your video is not gonna be the same as my video, even though we're talking about the same topic. But this thing of like, man, am I copying someone? It doesn't exist. Nobody owns the format, nobody owns the platform, nobody owns the ideas. I mean, I tell my mom this all the time because she runs a dance studio and she has a dance group. And sometimes she's fearful Because it's happened before that she puts out a piece and then someone else steals it. And it's like, that's just the game, right? That's what keeps you constantly innovating and constantly learning. But we didn't invent these platforms, bro.
1: Yeah. One of the things that I always say when, because I have people reach out, reaching out to me now asking how I do it, you know, asking for advice. And one of the things that I say is that, and it's hard to do, but when you're browsing Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is, pay attention to what you're looking at. Um, Don't just be scrolling just a scroll. Uh, If you follow follow other realtors, look at what they're doing because sometimes it can spark an idea, right? And write it down so you don't forget it because there's a lot of things going on on social media that will distract you. Um, But like we said, copy what works. If you like something that another agent did or it doesn't even have to be another agent. It could be like somebody that's talking about barbecuing. Um, If you like the way they did something, put your own twist on it Mm -hmm. uh, and – you know, just make it happen. Just make it happen.
0: Just do it. Put it out there and let the chips fall where where they may. So, Marvin, I appreciate you being on the show. Again, I think you're a perfect example of somebody that has just accepted themselves, is willing to be seen by the world the way you are, and you're willing to even, you know, come on this podcast and share something as private as a situation with, with your daughter. I honor that. Uh, I honor your journey. I honor that resilience to push through that and the without breaking because I don't know if I could do that. If I think right now, if I, if I I imagine my son's face, I don't know what I would do. And so I want to take that moment to honor your journey, that of your wife, that of your family, because I'll be honest, that is probably my, my worst fear and you've been there. And so man to man, respect for that. And I think that that is something that can provide so much value to others that are going through that and that maybe today had that FaceTime with their daughter being hungry and she can't eat. And so that story is extraordinary. So thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing that. How can people find you? How can people plug
1: into you, learn more about you, connect with you? Where are you at? Yeah, well, first off, I appreciate you having me. Um, You can find me on Instagram, Marvexman. That's where my main social media platform. Uh, You can also find me on Facebook, this Marvin Alvarado. Um, And you can also find me on YouTube. Uh, If you just search Marvin Alvarado, um, you'll see the guy with the hat.
0: I love it. Guys, follow this man. Check out his stuff. It's phenomenal. And with that being said, we'll see you guys next time.